0: Episode eighty nine of the Drive By Podcast is sponsored by Berquichi. It's the best of Italy delivered straight to your home, coast to coast in Canada. B-E-R-C-H-I-C-C-I dot c a. The finest in Italian products available at Berquichi. This is the Drive By with Freeway Frank. Hey, what's happening? It's the first of two podcasts this week. solo casts, and I'm Freeway Frank, and this is episode 89. Thanks for joining the program, the podcast, the show. <laughs> it's podcast. It's not a program, and it's not a show, apparently. It's a podcast. Yeah, stick to that. No problem. I wanted to uh, give a big shout-out to people that DM me. There's a lot of people that don't, no problem, but a lot of people that do. And they make comments about the content on the podcast. And I love hearing from you. So thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and opinions. Thank you for supporting the sponsors that support me on the podcast. Do it at Berkichi. It helps me out. And mention the fact that you heard it here on the podcast. Now, I've been also getting a lot of other messages from people wondering if I'm ever going to have guests on again. So I thought I would clear that right off the top saying guests are in the works again. I'm working on a whole bunch of stuff for the podcast. I've been doing these solo casts because I've been focusing on just getting into a routine, doing different content, trying something different, moving away from stuff I may have talked about in the past, opening up to a a wider audience, trying different things. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not going to hear content you heard in the past anymore. You might still sometimes hear it. That doesn't mean you're not going to hear guests. I'm just working on a whole bunch of stuff behind the scenes. It's easier said than done. When you're alone and when you're doing this alone, and I have no team, I have no crew, it's just me. And uh, mind you, I have to say pretty impressive studio I put together here. It's nice. I'm not messing around. But at the same time, I'm always trying to figure out, well, how am I going to improve this? What would would make this more accessible? What would make this better? Now, of course, Rome wasn't built in a day. We know that saying. So I look at this as a continuing work in progress where anything could change at any time. But for now, this is what you're hearing, the solo cast. But again, it doesn't mean we might not graduate to the next level and what does that next level mean well i don't know when i know because i'm working on a whole bunch of stuff and sometimes it takes longer than a few months so that just takes half a year it's whatever and maybe we'll get closer to expanding at some point it, you know when you're doing something on your own it's it's a lot harder than when you have a corporation or a big company producing you or backing you up and doing all the legwork for me I'm doing all the legwork, so sometimes the behind the scenes takes longer, and uh, hopefully that explanation helped a little, right? And I'm not saying people are necessarily writing to me complaining, but you know, some people will make comments and say, "Hey, I love this," but what do you think of this idea? You know, every second podcast you do a, a you have a guest on because those were great. Yeah, of course. I mean, I haven't ruled out anything. We'll leave it at that. All right, let's get to this week's podcast Tuesday edition you're listening to right now did you uh, see Julie Black she is a artist singer from Canada Julie Black who I met years ago in Toronto she was lovely to me sweet to me I've interviewed her a few times and then I met her at a party once and she's a very nice woman she sang the national anthem over the weekend at the NBA all-star game a little bit of controversy even though a lot of people were giving her accolades now I'm going to tell you what she said in the in the opening lyric of O Canada, she changed. Basically, she changed. Okay, so I'm not a big proponent. I'm not a big fan of changing lyrics to a song. Okay, I don't think anyone, especially a national anthem, should F with the national anthem. I think I've talked about this in the past. I don't like people changing the national anthem to make it sound like something else I don't mind acoustic versions as long as they still sound like the national anthem, whichever national anthem it is, but then when you blatantly start changing words and taking it upon yourself to make a political statement or whatever, then I have an issue with that. Although what she did, what she sang, what she said is not wrong. Oh Canada Our home on- Native land. Okay, so Julie Black basically said, Oh, Canada, our home, and the lyric is supposed to be a native land. She said, our home on native land because, you know, we are on indigenous land everywhere here in the Americas. So she's not wrong. So for me to sit here, and be, you know, like so, some people expect a certain reaction from if you're on the left side, if you're liberal, if you're on the right side, if you're conservative, I should be having a meltdown now because everyone knows I'm, I'm conservative. Everyone's going to have a meltdown because this, uh, no, because she's not wrong. For me, when it comes to uh, indigenous issues, even though there's a whole lot of bullshit that comes with the way the government of Canada In this case, the Liberal government designates, you know, certain holidays and this is the day for mental health and this is the day for hope and reconciliation for Indigenous and all that. I think it's very important that we bring attention to these issues. But I don't think when the government of Canada does it that it's authentic. It's bullshit to me. okay? but is it real? Yes. And I and Indigenous issues I hold close to my heart horrible atrocities committed against the indigenous and first nations people of this country and many other countries but again now getting back to the nba the nba all-star game she's there she's changing the lyric to the song. first of all i hated when the prime minister of canada changed the lyric to i don't know cuz i still sing it sing it the original way when it became uh, what is it our our sons command to all of us all of us command i still sing our sons command cuz to me sons also means daughters who were away during wars and fought wars to protect our freedom and our our democracy here in Canada and so that bothered me when that lyric was changed by Mr. Narcissist himself Justin Trudeau so now you have Julie Black who again I like was it the right platform to do it Was it the right... You know, I mean, like, you're at the NBA game, just sing the national anthem, beautiful voice. Instead of me freaking out and losing my mind, I went immediately on Twitter to see what most people were... And and again, it's typical, right? All the left, all the liberals, bleeding-heart liberals are, oh, yeah, Julie Black, they're on that side. And all the conservatives... And this bothers me, too, sometimes, right? I mean, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like everyone's wacky on the left and no one's wacky on the right. There's just... There's about the same amount of wackiness. Well, I should say there has always been a good balance of wackiness between left and right. The only difference now is I find that the left, that seesaw is completely on the left in terms of wackiness. I, I find that the left before it was right wing wackos. Now it's completely left. In my opinion, it's there are more wackos on the left hand side. And to me, that's been proven over the last couple of years. But nonetheless, you look at it and you go, okay, now the right is having a meltdown. Conservatives are having a total meltdown. And, and she's not wrong. Okay, she, she's not, you have to, you can't, I'm not going to sit here and say that she's, she's wrong about what she said. It's the platform. Was it the right time? Basketball, all-star game, this is the, it's not even the right place. You know, maybe even if she was in Canada and uh, she was at, the, let's say, the Grey Cup, in Canada, that makes a lot more sense to me than at the NBA All-Star Game. It just felt to me like it was, again, it's that, you know, uh, what are we going to do to stand out and make? It's like there's a marketing team behind it. All right, here's what you're going to do, or here's what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's a great idea, and everyone's going to talk about you. All right, that, that's pretty much the world we live in right now. If somebody were marketing my podcast, let's say putting out, this, so, Frank, what are we going to do? What are you going to say? This is how it works. What are you going to do? What are you going to say to get the most amount of people freaking out and and talking about you? Well, this is what you're going to Here's the strategy. Here's what you need to do. And uh, it's going to go viral. So it did. Now, again, I'm going to wrap it up by saying that she's not wrong. But was it the right time to do it, in my opinion? Not the right time. Dicks are getting longer. Yeah, that's right. Well, actually, I I said it in the in my the way in my voice, the way I would say, it. "Dicks are getting longer." But in the article that I read, it said male penises are getting longer. As published on uh, February fourteenth, Valentine's World Journal of Men's Health identified an increase. Oh, sorry, an increase of twenty four percent in the average erect penis length between nineteen ninety two, when the first erect lengths were recorded. And 2021, so they started measuring dick back in 1992, and now in 2021, they realize that the change over those 29 years increased from an average of 4.8 inches to an average of 6 inches. This is bad because anyone who had a big cock before is now looking at this going, oh, wait, wait. So um, the um, inflation has increased for penis, and now it's 1.2 inches more what a ripoff. You start looking at it going, wait, uh, when I was in this special club. Now everybody is in this special club. Not good for men. Not good for men. But all that ego aside, let's be honest here. They want a nice size, but they don't want like, you know, the, the porn size out of control where they're in pain. But they, they also don't want no short dick. No, no, no. Want no short dick, man. Right? They don't want that either. But they want a nice size. So what's a, what's a nice size? I can't believe I'm talking about penis size. On this podcast but anyway i didn't even get to my original argument which i uh, or comment which i'll get to in a second they want something i think in between seven to nine i think is is that too big i don't know is would to me would would be to me <laughs> if i were getting penetrated but of course i'm completely straight i think you know that uh but no i would think seven to nine would be the the go-to size so now that it's going up to six that means ones that were were going to be six are now seven. The ones that were seven are going to be eight. Basically, penis size has gotten bigger. But this article starts off by saying, which made me laugh, which was the original comment I was going to make. Then I got so excited by talking about dick that I lost my train of thought. Is The article's title was men's penises. Men's penises, just to clarify that, as opposed to uh, women's penis. Cause you, you, you can't say just penis size has increased anymore. You have to make it specific to men's penis because we all know now some women have a penis, and that would be offensive to them if you were not specific when saying it's men's penises that have grown. And by the way, what has caused this? It's funny. Before I even got to the part of the article that explained what's causing men's penises to grow longer, I thought to myself, this has to be climate change. Because <laughs> everything else they blame on, on climate change. It has, and funny enough, I'm reading the article. And it's close. It's pretty close. The reason why men's penises have grown 1.2 inches longer. Believe it or not, unhealthy habits like binging junk food, being mostly sedentary. So not really moving around and all that. And pollution. So phallic inflation. See, I use the word inflation. Uh, Earlier, You thought I was joking, but there is such a thing as phallic inflation is due to unhealthy habits. And then it got to even pollution or change in the environment. There you go. So when I was thinking this has got to be climate change, I wasn't wrong. I knew they were going to blame it on on something to do with that. So are you happy? (laughs) Are you happy as somebody uh, that uh, enjoys it, that it's gone up? Or is this concerning? Because then there were articles I read about this same, the same thing, about penises being longer now, where it, doctors were saying this is not a good thing because vaginas are not getting bigger, and therefore penises are getting longer, and that's not necessarily a good thing, I guess. Is this an awkward conversation? Not for me to be talking about penis size, All alone with a big light flashing in my face in my basement studio. Yeah, with the four walls. I feel like everything that's in here, every inanimate object, it's all inanimate objects, are looking at me right now. I feel like I'm getting the stare down. They're all looking at me, and if they could speak and have eyes and talk, it would be saying, This is a little weird. Frank's talking about Dick on his own. Episode 89 of the Drive-By Podcast is sponsored by berchichi.ca. I was going to start off by saying great deli section, but then it's going to get into the sausage talk. Great, uh, Some amazing sausages. They sell at uh, Berchichi, by the way. Prosciutto straight from Italy. Cheeses, bufala, olives from the south. Olives from all parts of Italy, but I like buying the Pugliese, barese, olives. From uh, the southern region of Italy, where my dad was from. Those, those are amazing olives. They have the cookies. They have coffee. They have chocolates. They have, you name it, tomatoes, tomato beautiful tomato sauces, pizza sauces. If you don't want to make your own pizza sauce straight from Italy in a can. So what? Do It, it makes life simpler. The best pastas to mid-range to very expensive... All shapes and sizes. Pastas have gone up in length too. I'm just saying. I see some pastas when I'm walking up and down the aisles of Berkichi and I go, wow. You don't even have to come into the store anymore. Of course, going to the store is an experience in the Montreal area, but ordering online is even better. Go to berkichi.ca, order whatever you want, like you're going up and down the aisles of the actual store, and then they deliver straight to your door. Anywhere you are listening to this podcast, coast to coast in Canada, they will deliver it's the best of Italy straight to your home at Berkichi.ca. The President of the United States of America, not to get into a long-winded conversation about uh, American politics again, but it's just something that I have to mention because why is the President of the United States in the Ukraine on President's Day? The President's Day was yesterday. And you would think the president of the United States, not the president of Ukraine here, but that's the date that the U.S. government, the United States president, decided would be a good day to take a trip over to see the other actor over in the the Ukraine. And to me, this shows me it's not America first, by the way, with this president. It's America last. It's President's Day. If anything, where, you know, where should you be visiting? Oh, I don't know. There was a natural environmental catastrophe, disaster in Palestine, Ohio. I was talking about in the last podcast. Now, other sources have slowly started talking about it because, you know, it's killed a bunch of fish, chickens, livestock, pets, dogs. People are going to eventually get sick. Water, and it's, you, you can't drink it, but they say you can, and it's horrible. I did some, uh, some math, not to be a conspiracy theorist and a, and a whack job, but it's 1,100 kilometers from my home. So uh, where I live here in the Montreal area to Palestine, Ohio. And let me tell you, when you go up, Ohio and Quebec are very close. Ohio and Ontario, even closer. At some point, with more precipitation and more shit that's still up there, is it going to come down into other communities? It already has. So to me, the President of the United States needs to go visit those people. But of course, of course, there's no urgency to go there. There's urgency to go visit everyone else and help everyone else around the world, but never to help your own people. That's my point. It's smell of something that's just, something's not right. And it's the same thing here in Canada. And I'm not saying we shouldn't have goodwill between different countries and nations, but our prime minister is always worried about how he looks on an international stage. And I'm here in haiti and jamaica and this and i'm at bahamas and this caribbean and climate change and now i'm here and i'm over there and i'm everywhere he's everywhere but then sometimes where you need him to be at the right place and right time he's not there and you have to wonder to yourself well where was he we were talking about indigenous issues earlier where was he on that day he was surfing in tofino bc it was a remembrance day he wasn't here either he wasn't here he sent his Son who's now like six foot four is towering over his dad. By the way, nice young man, Justin Trudeau's son. Hopefully, not going to follow in his dad's footsteps and get into politics. Because I I like the kid now because he hasn't. I haven't heard him speak yet. But the the minute he sounds a little like Justin or spews out any of that stuff, I'm not going to like him. So uh, I rather like the kid because I'm not a bad guy. Him and his uh, wife. uh, I don't even know if they're still together. None of my business anyway. They were at the remembrance day. Observation in Ottawa on November 11th. Prime Minister wasn't here. So my my point is, these guys all have. They're all big talkers. They're all like, "Yes, this, you know, we're going to put Canadians in America for," and then they're never around when you need them. And it's, it's something I had to mention because the President of the United States on President's Day should be somewhere in America, not in the Ukraine. Not in the Ukraine. This really, bu- this bugs me. So I got my Twitter check. My, I didn't pay for it. I got it like six, seven years ago when I was doing a morning show. And when you have any kind of popularity and you're a public figure, and if they start to see that you have any kind of influence, right, to prohibit imposters and other people to, to pretend that they're you, they give you this Twitter verification so that it, you know it is you. People know it's you. So that's when I got it. I never paid for Twitter Blue, but then along came Elon Musk, and I'm all for capitalism, and I'm all for, hey, if he can make a buck and he has to find ways to to pay for Twitter, he's an entrepreneur, I I didn't blame him. I I thought to myself, here's what I thought. The first thing I thought to myself was him coming up with Twitter Blue, I thought to myself, genius, because now he's going to charge people, and people are so narcissistic, self-centered, they would die, regular everyday people that would never get a Twitter check mark would we'll not be able to get a Twitter check mark. And I have been keeping my eyes on the people who have purchased it just to see these are, in my opinion, these are the people that they need some kind of validation, right? So it's like, give me the Twitter check. And you know what? I'm I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it because it makes them feel like they're a part of something. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of these people have a lot of followers. Some don't, some do. A lot of these people are like pseudo public figures, they're legit, but then others, you know, uh, people wouldn't recognize them from a hole in the wall if it wasn't from for something that they posted or something they said that they might be remembered for, but they're not people that hold any kind of real clout anywhere else, but maybe on social media. So it's like no one would recognize them on a plane, no one would like, but anyway, thousands and thousands and thousands of these people went out and purchased Twitter Blue accounts, which again, I say genius- Great move by Elon Musk. There's suckers out there. There's a sucker born every minute, so sucker will pay for it. So go right ahead. So I keep checking my Twitter just to see if I've lost my Twitter because at some point, if you don't pay for it, he had said that he's going to remove it, but it's still there. But if I it gets removed, I won't pay for it because, you know what? Been there, done that. I got it legitimately for whatever reason I got it for. I don't have to pay for it. Now, but now, did you hear this? Meta, Facebook, and... Instagram, and I'm very active on Instagram, okay? Facebook, I left it in 2016 because they wanted me to use my real name. I never went back. Twitter, off and on, but Instagram is where I'm at. I never got my Instagram check for whatever reason. I don't understand why I never got it. I know there's some other people in radio that got it and I didn't, but whatever. But I'm okay with it. It's like it crushed my ego for about 24 hours, and then I was fine. But now Mark Zuckerberg now has seen the success that Twitter has seen with this, the money that Twitter is making with this. He's decided also to charge a monthly fee for a blue check. So now the funny thing is, is you're on Facebook, Instagram, basically anybody now could get a blue check you're being verified for being whoever you are. So even if you have the, the ones that make me laugh, is sometimes I see the blue and I just click on it and it's, I, and I try to guess this is legit or a legitimate old Twitter account, a Twitter verification, or it's a Twitter blue, somebody who's paying for it. And I click on it and I'm always right. It's easy because now you see people that have 200 followers. Uh, some have, I saw one guy had 57 followers and another guy I never heard of in my life who had 60,000 followers had this this blue check mark, right? Wh- whatever works, whatever tickles your 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 fancy, whatever excites you, whatever makes your dick hard, I don't know. That's up to you, but for me, I'm not going to pay these people a cent. Even though I respect Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, different story. I'm not paying him a cent to get my Instagram profile verified just so I could feel better about myself that's how you know who has clout, who doesn't have clout. And that's the way the the world works. That's the way the wheel turns, really, right? That's how we base things on in, in life. Popularity. I do get it in a way. It's like people on social media who pretend to have this life they don't have, and then I speak to them, whoever these people are, and they're miserable. And then on social media, they're having the best life. And I'm like, uh, but that's not what they told me last week. They're having very bad issues at home. And uh, yeah, but but it looks like they're having the best life. Yeah, that's what they put out to you. But I spoke to them last week. It's not good times there. <laughs> Their life is not as, as sweet as it is. So I try to be as real as possible. I try to post what's going on in my life. Nothing nothing is perfect. I, I'm honest. I try to talk about things on this podcast that mean something to me. Sometimes it is fluff, but it's fun fluff to talk about. Gets a good laugh. We keep going. But the important thing is, is that People realize how important it is to be authentic, how important it is to be real, and people could see through now bullshit more than ever. It's so easy to detect. You don't even need a bullshit meter anymore. You, you could you could see it. You could see it from 100 miles away if something's too perfect or something doesn't seem right. It ends up not being authentic. So you could have all the blue check marks that you want next to your name, and at the end of the day... All somebody has to do is click on that, and they'll figure out whether you're paying a monthly fee for it to look good or whether you got it way before because somebody out there actually thought you were popular for about 15 minutes. This episode of the Drive-By Podcast, number 89, is brought to you by berchicci.ca, the best of Italy. Now, let's be honest. Italy's one of the best countries in the world for food. No doubt about it. Numero uno. Order anything you want. All the products they have in store at berkici at berkici.ca Click on the link you see wherever you get this podcast right now. You're listening in on Spotify. Give it five stars. Apple, comment and review anytime, please. Thank you so much. And you could also click on berkici B-E-R-C-H-I, double C-I dot C-A and order now. Anywhere in Canada, they will deliver straight to your door. The best, the finest in Italian products from Berkici. To you at berkichi.ca guys thank you so much for listening to this episode and we'll catch you again for the second episode this thursday and ciao for now the drive-by with freeway frank